you are listening to the Spiritual Warrior Coach with Barbara Sabin, the podcast for discovering how powerful your wisdom, compassion, and courage is. Get ready to join Barbara and her guests as they explore and offer you advice on how to reclaim your power, your energy, and your authentic self. And now, here's the host of the show, Barbara Sabin. Well, thank you for joining me today, and welcome to the Spiritual Warrior Coach Podcast. I'm your host, Barbara Sabin, and I am here to help you reclaim your power, your energy, and your authentic self. I am a certified clinical and medical hypnotherapist, Reiki master teacher, and energy healing specialist, life coach, and best-selling author of Gentle Energy Touch, The Beginner's Guide to Hands-On Healing. You know, I have been helping my clients for over 35 years, and the older I get, the more wisdom seems to come through. So isn't it time that you believe in yourself? You know, your mind is going to provide you with your greatest challenges in life because it's so very, very powerful. So let's use that mind for positive thinking, creating harmony, balance, peace, love, happiness, and anything else that your heart desires, because one day the world will tap you on your shoulder and say, this is your time to shine. And speaking about shining, I'm going to bring my guest on right now. How are you, Trivia? <laughs> I am so good, Barbara. I tell you, I love your intro. I mean, like, yeah, you know, I resonate with every word of that. That's so beautiful. I'm fantastic. Thank you for having me. Well, it's my pleasure. Yeah, it's I resonate with it too. That's why I say it every time on, mm -hmm. on you know, at the beginning of every show, because it just feels right. <laughs> Absolutely. So let me tell my listeners a little bit about you. Trevia uh, Stewart, she is the founder of Revent You LLC and is a breakthrough transformational coach. Her focus, her work focuses on helping both men and women break through barriers to achieve their personal and professional goals. And releasing and breaking through these barriers is the most effective way to creating a life that we were meant to live. And Trevia's mission is to inspire and empower as many people as possible to live the highest vision for their lives without settling. And as the host of the Breakthrough Podcast, she focuses on stories of people who one day decided that enough was enough to take a stand for themselves, for their health, relationships, and had a breakthrough that changed the path of their life. And she also focuses on sharing action steps that her audience can take with them right away. So welcome to the show. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Barbara. Yeah. Thank you. Absolutely. Let's oh, do it. <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> yes. How did you get into all this? How did it all start? You know, Barbara, I was a high school theater teacher for 24 years and mm -hmm you just get to that proverbial moment where you go, is it, is this as good as it gets, you know? And so in 2017, I had this, a very profound conversation with my mother about what had she accomplished in her 85 years of living on this earth. And she didn't list anything that like she considered that she was proud of that she had accomplished. Mm -hmm. So I turned that back around on myself and said, well, what have I done? You know, because if I keep going down the same exact path, then am I going to be 85? Am I going to be a hundred and go, oh man, I should have taken more chances. I should have done this. I should have done that. And so it started me on my own self-discovery with personal development. And then I just started getting intuitive messages, you know, like, like, and I don't mean like in a higher sense, but it was just like, oh, this thing looks good this little voice says, oh, you like this, do this, dig more into that. And so then I got my own first life coach because, you know, two decades ago, I had never, I didn't even heard of a life coach. I didn't know what a life coach was, but it was the most profound thing I had gone through in my transformation. And then I recognized what it did for me. And I wanted to do that for other people. And I didn't want one other person that I came in contact with to have the answer that my mother had before she, about six months before she passed. 
So that's how, that's basically how I got into it before teaching and I coached and I was teaching at the same time. And then COVID happened and early stage breast cancer happened in early 2020. And I said, let's start, let's go full-time life coach because the time is now. So that's a very abbreviated version of how oh, I got I into imagine. this. <laughs> so you mentioned breast cancer. How is that going for you? Is well, it all- It's uh, well that, you know, it was early stage, stage zero. And, you know, I, I opted for a double mastectomy and without reconstruction, because, you know, people have explant problems. The second they do that, I didn't want any foreign stuff. I mean, I have a total knee replacement. That's as foreign as it gets. And so it's (laughs) going well. So it's going well. I, you know, I do checkups every six months. I just had my labs about three weeks ago. Everything looks great. So there we go. So it clean bill of health. So we're good. We're good. good. Thank oh, you. I'm happy for you. Believe me. Yeah. Our health, when we have our health, we have everything. Believe me. Right. And when you don't, you have nothing, right? <laughs> yeah. Then it's, it's challenging to do anything for us. Right. Right. It sure is. Yeah. So, uh, so it, it's amazing that you, um, did that with your mom because I had the same thing. I actually looked at my mom's life mm-hmm. and I said, all right, what has, you know, I, I did ask her, what have you accomplished? And she, you know, she would, she was an incredible singer, but her, her, her father never allowed her to be a professional singer. And there was a lot of things that she listened to other people and did not accomplish. Yeah. And I said to myself, Mm-mm, that's not going to happen here. You know, I'm not, yeah. you know, you have to put those people aside and follow your purpose and your passion and be your authentic self Absolutely. to the best you can be. Yes. Yes. Love that. So now you, you started your company mm-hmm. and um, what is the, you know, what exactly is, a, you know, is the company about? So, you know, when you look at it, it's reinvent you. And so everything is about, I believe when you want something in life that you don't already have, then there's a reason why you don't have it presently. So I believe you have to reinvent. You have to break through those barriers, reinvent and become the person that your goals require you to be. And so that's where the whole reinvention comes from. And and so I was like, and you know, Barbara, I was so surprised that that was that domain, that company, that LLC name was still available. It was meant for you. It -hmm. was meant for me. Absolutely. So yeah, that's what it's about. It's reinventing yourself to become the person that your goals and dreams require you to be. So do you feel that by uh, that some people sometimes feel that they can't because something is stopping them or they're not thinking positively? You know, there's so many things in that answer. And so, and that's why, you know, I focus on the breakthrough of it because, you know, We can have a whole list, a whole host of reasons why people aren't taking the action, whether they're invisible reasons, whether they're, you know, obstacles you can see because it's time, maybe it's money, maybe it's people, but there's so many different layers and barriers that keep us, you know, that make up our conditioning that keep us comfortable. And so many people want to stay there because why that feels good because it's uncomfortable to begin to grow and you don't grow until you step out of your comfort zone. Right. So now what what does our subconscious do? It goes, wait a minute. I don't know what's happening here. I I don't think we like this. This isn't what you've done, what you've done for 23 years. What's going on here? No, 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 no. I'm going to distract you. You don't have time to do the thing. Stop doing the thing. I'm going to dissuade you you don't need that. What's wrong with your life right now? You know? And then, and so there's all these barriers, all these things that begin in our thoughts that keep us stuck, keep us behind those barriers to where we don't even think it's possible most of the time. And if we do think it's possible, we have no idea how to get there. Well, that's, <laughs> that, that's the, the, the truth, because even like for my podcast, mm-hmm. I've wanted to do this for years and for some reason, of course, this would say, why do you have to do a podcast for? What do you know? That's another yeah. thing now you have to do, you know, all, all that negative, yeah. you know, thinking to stop me. And then one day I said, I'm not listening to you anymore. I'm just going yeah. to do it. Absolutely. And, and that's when we finally, 
as a, as uncomfortable as it felt for me to do this, especially, you know, video, um, I said, yeah, I have to get out of my comfort zone. Yeah. Yeah. And that's how you break through. You know, you do, yeah. you, you, you break through, you get, there needs to be something, someone who can see those blind spots, because uh -huh. for me, I couldn't see my limited thinking. I was like, that's normal. This is normal. This is how I grew up. This is my mother. This is the environment. This is my community. What do you mean? I'm supposed to be different. What do you mean? Those thoughts are limiting me. I don't know what you, so it took me a while to get on board with that, but you have to have that objective person, I think to go, is this all there is? I know you ask yourself that question in a mirror, but let me show you how much more there is and how to get there. Absolutely. 100% because I found, uh, I, I was on this one uh, radio show, KPFK, mm -hmm. uh, about just about three years ago. And the host, it was because of her, she pushed me into doing this. I don't understand why you're not doing this. What's the matter? What is the confidence? Why is your self-esteem? And it does take someone to see that, you know, you are capable to, you know, or, or to push you along a little bit, you know, yeah. so that you can do what you need to do. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and you know what, as much as we go, I'm confident, I believe in myself. It is so much more powerful when you have someone else who says, I believe in you, you can yes. do this. We all need that person, right? Yeah, we do. Yeah. So who was your person that, that mentioned that to you? My partner, my spouse. Okay. Yeah. And so, so many times in my life, I was like, you know, I'm a pretty confident person, but there, you know, there's still areas when I go, Ooh, I don't know if I should do that. Oh, I don't know if I'm ready. You know, all of the voices. And then mm -hmm. my partner would go, you got this. You're ready. Absolutely. The wind beneath my ear, my wings. And so, yes. yeah, mm -hmm. that that's, that's always the person who sees so much greatness in me before I see it myself. That's it's a beautiful thing to have someone like that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Who's that person for you, Barbara? Well, actually, my husband, I've been married, uh, be 53 years this June. So <laughs> yeah, it's a long time. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I tell wow. myself congratulations also. Absolutely. Yeah, long time. And we know each other for 57. That's incredible. It's so inspirational. 53 years. Wow. Long time. Long, Absolutely. long time. Well, I, so, I, well, I plan to follow in your footsteps. There you go. There yeah, you go. It's all about communication and, 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 and seeing each other's ability Absolutely. and, and, and allowing, you know, each one to do what they're meant to do. Yes. So, yes. yeah. And it's so important. <laughs> it is so important. You're so to right. have that special someone, or if it's not a husband or a spouse or a girlfriend or someone right. that, that'll help push you through. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And how long have you yeah. been together? Uh, it'll be 16 years in uh, September. All right. So you're getting yeah, there. So, so I, got, I, got a, I got a little ways to go. <laughs> a I'm bit. not anywhere close to your 53, but I'm working on it. <laughs> well, I'm a lot older also. So <laughs> yeah, so that's got a little time. Yeah. But it just takes a little time. So yeah. How do you, why do you feel like some people do not have that confidence in them? Do you feel it's other people putting them down or? You know, one of the things that I have worked on is being fully expressed and that there's an air of confidence that comes with that confidence to dress the way you want to dress confidence to say the things that you want to say confidence to stand up for your beliefs you know, and not folding the second the wind blows. And I think that we are, most of us are seeking so much external validation and because of conditioning, because of our society, our families, all these things, all these layers that I try to peel back with my clients. I think all those things have now come into play and go, Ooh, what's Facebook going to think? Ooh, what's my, what if my mom sees that thing? And I just think the confidence comes from, we <laughs> were created 
we're sent on this earth when we were born to be a certain person with a message that only we could deliver. And then we allow that to get tainted. And then we lose our confidence because now this is because my mom said this thing to me when I was six, it now repeated when I was 12, which, you know, showed up when I was 18, which showed up when I was 32. And now that thing has become fact or a true belief in my perspective. And so now that's the view, that's the lens in which I view the world right? So now I can't step out of that because that's, that's my world. So I believe for me, the confidence, I was always seeking external validation. And I know a lot of people seek that. And when you don't get it and you don't get it the way that you want it or need it, then it's like, oh, then that must be something wrong with me. Then I'm going to stop showcasing that side of myself and become the person that I think they will accept do the things that they will want me to do. And then we lose all part of that authentic self. Boy, do we ever, you know, <laughs> I, I know that feeling very, very well because for the majority of my life, I was a regional sales director mm -hmm. uh, for a huge company supervising over 500 employees and stores. And, and one day, um, and my grandma was a healer. So I've always had the healing ability. And one day I decided... I'm just going to uh, quit. I'm going to leave this because it's not who I meant to. Be. It started really wearing me down. I started getting sick. I wasn't feeling well. And I knew this, this was taking a huge toll on my health and, and who I was. And I, I quit my job after it's about 15 or 20 years and uh, went into the uh, healing modality. Yeah. And my friends thought I actually had a nervous breakdown but for the first time in my life, I actually found myself. And even though there were so many people saying, you're crazy, what are you doing? You know, healing is uh, woo woo and, and all this, but I stayed true to who I was. Yeah. And I've been doing it now for over 35 years. Wow. And yet you have to, you at do. one point you have to make a decision. Right, and stand by that decision, right? Mm -hmm. Not, not just when the wind blows, now you crumble under the, the slight mm -hmm. breeze of the wind, but yeah, mm -hmm. go all in with that. Yeah. But and, Barbara and has longevity on her side. I tell you <laughs> everything that you do, it's a longevity kind of game for you, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. I mean, I have some of my relatives tell me, when are you going to retire? And I retire. Never. Why would you retire when you love something that you're doing? and you truly enjoy it. That's not work. It's not work. So true. I'm, my mom retired and she retired from, she switched, she switched careers, but she retired when she was eh, probably close to mid sixties. And after that, I watched her lose some of her brain function because she just, just, you know, she wasn't counting money. She wasn't helping patients. She just wasn't doing any of that. And I just watched her decline because she wasn't getting up looking forward to anything, you know? Yeah. And so I never want to retire. I want to coach until my last breath. That's how I feel. That's how yeah. I truly feel. Yeah. You know, I'll get up and drive the 45 minutes to the office and I'm more than happy to do that mm -hmm. because it, it, besides getting me out of the house, it's giving me a purpose. Yeah, absolutely. And you get excited in the morning, you know, and so, so when Monday comes, it's like, I'm so excited for Monday now. It's like, yes, I get to work on my business. Yes, I get to help people. Yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. And isn't that a beautiful thing, right? So beautiful. It is. Yeah, because I had lost that zest for a while. Well, what did you do before this again? What, I was a uh, high school theater teacher. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. So you taught theater taught theater. Yeah. You know, which, and again, that's kind of where the reinvent you came from as well. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So you did that for a long time and you decided it was time to say goodbye. Yeah. You know, it just, you get to a point where, you know, I wasn't being challenged anymore. I wasn't excited for the next school year. And I just felt like I wasn't living up to my full potential. And if I just, you know, keep going on that same path, I would have regrets at the end of life like my mother did. Yeah. So yeah, it was so. time to close that chapter. So we have to. Yeah. 
We have to. And, and I had the same thing with my mom. I watched when she left her job. Uh, there was nothing for her to do. And yeah. she started again, you know, declining in health and her attitude, everything. Yeah. And uh, it's a shame, you know, when, when people don't have anything to look forward to or to find something else to do. Right. Right. You know, and even, you know, I have some friends who are like retired and I just can't, I can't wait to start traveling and that's good too. But I still think even when you retire, you need more than that. See the world. Absolutely. But you still, I mean, even that gets old, you know, because if you're, I believe that if you're not learning, you're not growing. And if you're not growing, you're dying. You're dying. Mm-hmm. I believe the same thing, but we're on the same page. <laughs> we certainly <laughs> That's are. That's why I found you. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Same so page. let me ask you, how do you actually help your, your clients take back their personal power? So I believe in, I I use what I call a metaphorical thermostat, right? Because, you know, some people are like, oh my God, Johnny pissed me off today. And I've just been in a bad mood all day because you handed your thermostat. You gave Johnny permission to piss you off because of how you reacted. And Johnny knows exactly how to push your button. And so I believe in order to take back that personal power, you need to be in control, have some emotional mastery. And so, because people can't anger us, piss us off until we give them permission to do so. So I think once we go, hmm, this is who I am, decide in advance, because, you know, because Barbara, when you get up in the morning and you, you know, especially if you're going to nine to five, like when I was still teaching high school, I could predict that this guy who taught this one class would say something to me because he normally did it. I would predict that I'd walk down the hall and -and so-and-so would look at what I was wearing. And, you know, because you just get into these patterns. And so then I got to a point where I was like deciding in advance that, you know what, I'm not going to let him get to me. I'm not going to let her looking at me, judging me and me making it mean something. And so I think it is, it's keeping control of your thermostat in your own pocket, in your own purse, and not allowing anybody to spike it up to a hundred degrees, you know, because you're in control, you've decided in advance. And even if you jump into, there's a quick reaction where you go into fight or flight, you recognize it and go, okay, what am I making this mean? What is the thought? What's happening right now? Okay, Travia, you get back in control, pull it back down. And then, you know, do your thing, whether it's breathing, whether it's taking a double breath, whether it's stomach breathing, all those things, because our thoughts are creating a lot of that fight or flight, you know, and the fight or flight, you know, we're not going out to fight lions and tigers, you know, for food or anything, but our body feels like that because this guy said this, this, this comment to me. So I think if you know what happens, what happens in your body when you're triggered, when you're affected and to prevent that decide in advance, I think you maintain your power. With a hundred percent, because mm-hmm. it's, it's how we react. We, we can either yeah. react back the same way or step away and say, Mm-mm, I'm not going to allow you to drain my energy. Yes. Yes. Because that's what they, they end up doing. They drain you. Absolutely. Then, right. And they feel great. And we're, we have, we go back home having a headache or we feel completely out of sorts. Yeah. Yeah. It's so true. Like I have, I have a couple of clients who are like, you know, I was, I had this, this, this one hour that was dedicated to something such and such, but I was walking to the restroom and then, you know, John Smith stopped me and, and then talked for 40 minutes. No, no. See, that's losing your personal power too to John Smith. So let's, you know, you're coming from the restroom, protect that personal power and go, you know, Hey, nice catching up with you, John, but you know what? I've got something. I, you know, I just have 90 seconds and we'll catch up later, whatever that thing is. But even that protecting your personal space, your personal power, all the same as well. So it's important to, uh, I, I call that, uh, protecting our boundaries. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And yeah, it's okay to say no. And it's yeah. okay to say, I need to leave right now. Yeah. And, and I, but I think a lot of people feel embarrassed or they, they, they don't, they, for some reason they feel weird, uh, protecting yeah. themselves. 
Yeah, because they think it's going to look selfish and they're going to be rude. But, you know, one thing that I always do when I know that I have, like, especially if I'm on my way to do something, maybe I'm on my way to the restroom and -and so-and-so catches me, I already decide in advance, hey, Barbara, sorry, you know, I just have about two minutes and then I got to head off. And see, that way I'm not going to wait 20 minutes into the conversation to go, okay, Barbara, nice seeing you. Now I'm already ticked off. I've given you the power. I'm giving you 90 seconds, Barbara, from the bathroom, you know, (laughs) I'll know that now when I meet you. (laughs) Yeah. You know, unless Uh you and I have decided, Hey, let's sit down and have this conversation on a podcast. Barbara and I are going to go have a drink. We're going to have coffee. We're going to sit down and have dinner. Now we got more time, but you know, this other time, that's my time. I protect it. (laughs) People don't, they don't look at it that way. You know, I have a neighbor. She says, well, I feel guilty you know, uh, not uh, uh, walking away, but then how do you feel afterwards? She's angry. Well, right. Yeah. She's angry. Yeah. So that woman's carrying around her personal power. She's angry and the thermostat's up to hundred degrees. Absolutely. I'm sure, I'm sure it's probably 150. <laughs> right, 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 right. Cause I could see the steam blowing out of my yeah, head. Yeah. 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 So and now it, the woman is like, Oh, everything's great, but she's seething at our house when she could have just walked away. Right. And then what happens afterwards, I I really feel then, then that feeling continues on. Oh, absolutely. Because then she's ruminating on it. Right. And she's like, oh my God, I was supposed to be working out. I was supposed to be preparing dinner. I was going to be meeting so-and-so, but now I just, and we ruminate and ruminate and ruminate and get into that thought spiral. And it's like, oh my goodness. And you know, it's an hour and a half later and you're still having those same cycle of thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, it's, it's without a doubt. That's why I, I, I always say it's okay to walk away. It's okay yes. to say I have something else to do. I can give you a minute and I need to leave and, and just do it. Yeah. But a lot of, but a lot of people just, they can't. They don't. Yeah. They and they don't. don't, they just, you know, and it's, it's just one decision. It's one decision. That's it. I know it's, yeah. um, I think it's, it's, putting them first, putting yourself first, yes. prioritizing yourself mm-hmm. instead of that other person, even though it's important that we, of course, we want to make sure we, we give that other person time. But when, when I, I feel when the timing is right, when the timing is right, when it's intentional, when you've decided that this is how I'm going to spend my time, mm-hmm. plain and simple, <laughs> right? <laughs> so do a lot of, do you feel a lot of your clients have that cha- those challenges? Um, sometimes yes. And then we come back to the call, you know, and I go, okay, what was, so, you know, because some people go, oh, these are my boundaries, right? We get that. And then go, oh, you crossed my boundary because you didn't have a consequence when they crossed your boundary. And so there needs to be that follow-up. What happens when Barbara catches you out of the bathroom and, and it's over two minutes? Well, then what's the, what's the, what's the consequence? You're going to walk away. What is the action that you're going to take when someone crosses it? I'm going to leave. I'm going to do whatever. But we have these boundaries, but we don't have a consequence. And so I continually reiterate with my clients. It's like, okay, we've established these boundaries. You've established these boundaries. Let's reflect back. What is the action you're going to take? Because it's not like you've handed your manual to everybody you walk into. Here are my boundaries, Barbara. You read this now. This is how you treat me. Nobody knows what your boundaries are until you share that with them. (laughs) You know? It's the truth. Uh, (laughs) They have no clue. (laughs) No clue. So they think, Oh, I want to see, I want to talk to Barbara. I hadn't seen Barbara in years. And my Lord, I got 30 minutes before I pick up Fred from the doctor. Barbara doesn't have 30 minutes. Right. 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 (laughs) It's amazing, isn't it? It is. All we need to do is express ourselves. Yeah. Communicate. Exactly. Because now our body's going, Hey, I'm not feeling so good. I'm not in homeostasis right now. So now we have those thoughts. It's like Barbara's talking. She's talking. I'm going, I got to go. Well, listen to your body. The second it comes up, because what shows up in the mind shows up in your body first in discomfort and dis-ease, right? All yes. those things. And so, yeah, we just have to pay attention and listen because we know best. We just don't listen all the time. I don't, I feel we, we don't listen a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and, and lately it's been a lot, a lot. <laughs> I mean, you know, some of my, even with my own clients and I, and I tell them you have the power to control this. Yeah. Why are you allowing someone else to take it from you?
Absolutely. But again, it's it's the guilt feeling. Mm-hmm. It's the oh, you know, maybe they think I'm not a good person if I walk away. Which is all so, made up. Yeah, exactly. It's what's <laughs> it's in their own minds, right? Yeah, none of that actually exists. They're making it up the entire time, mm-hmm. and we're making assumptions. Well, that's it. Yeah, yep. and that's what gets us into trouble. I feel. Oh, absolutely. I agree. It's yep. amazing, isn't it? It is. It <laughs> what is. What we do to ourselves. <laughs> I know, you know, but we don't, uh-huh. we, uh, until we're able to step outside and look at the picture, be the third person and go, wow, I just watched you go from a, you know, calm zero to 150. And I want you to watch yourself do that. And you'll laugh and not do that again. If we could step outside of ourselves and go, did you see what you just did? You know, and it, one of the things that um, when I was teaching acting, I would always teach my actors and performers to have an internal monologue. And then I would ask them, okay, what's your internal monologue? Which is exactly your thoughts? What are you thinking when you take that action? Right. And so it's almost like if we could walk around hearing everybody's internal monologue, then, you know, John Smith won't hold you up at the bathroom anymore because John Smith's going, oh, you have to go. Okay. I, I hear you. I hear you. You don't have to say it, but I, and I, I see your body actions. You have to go. So, yeah. <laughs> it's funny that you mentioned, because I, I, uh, when I traveled last year to see my son in Florida, I was sitting next to somebody who was a little bit of a chatty cat thing. Mm-hmm. And I said to myself, uh-oh, <laughs> this is not good. <laughs> yeah. He went on and on and on. And of course, you know, I, I had put my, took out my headphones or all these little things to show him I want to have my own time. Yeah. And it just didn't happen. And I just, I looked at him and in a very nice way. And I, I said to him, excuse me, but I would really appreciate if you actually stop talking to me, because I need this time for myself and I need to, you know, listen to my music or or whatever Mm -hmm. I was listening to. Right. Right. And you had to see, he looked at me and I said to myself, "Uh Oh, I hope I don't have to change my seat because there's probably no seats to change. Mm -hmm. But he, he looked at me and he said, okay. Yeah. And the rest of those six hours or five hours, he didn't say a word. And to be honest, I felt, I, I did feel a little bad saying that, but for the first, I'd say half hour or 45 minutes, he actually chewed my ear off and it was all, it was just crazy, crazy talking. Yeah. And something and stuff you didn't care to talk about, right? No, no, yeah. not, not at all. And, and I did, you know, at the beginning we were chatting, but then it, I, I was done. I was done. I was really yeah. done. And I could feel myself getting like, you know, that right. feeling and saying, okay, how are you going to get out of this one? But I decided, you know, just to look at him right in his face and say, please stop talking to me. Yeah. Good for you. Good yeah. for you. Yeah. And yeah. and I did feel weird about mm-hmm. doing that, but then put my headphones on and I said to myself, good for you, Barbara, you stuck up for yourself. Yeah. Yeah, you took mm-hmm. back that personal power. That guy was sucking up your, all your time and your energy. <laughs> oh, yeah. And it was a five and a half hour flight. And I said to myself, oh, this is not good. Yeah. Not good. You know, maybe you want to get some shut eye or something. You don't want to talk the whole time about stuff you don't care about. Yeah, I, I didn't. I, I get and, it. And I said to myself, all right, you know, just just now, once you've got those headphones on, don't even look at him because you don't want mm-hmm. him to think you're going to chat again. <laughs> you're right, right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we, we have to learn to do that for ourselves. Yes. Completely agree. Yeah. And then yep. you feel, you feel so much better. And, and like, even for myself, I, I, I do not get exhausted in mm. any way. Yeah. You know, because you know powers, yourself. Well, yeah. 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 It, it's so important. And it's just finding, you know, you know, because I could see, you know, growing up and, and I grew up in Coney Island, so many people would just give away their power or there was always that reaction, action to reaction. Right. And I would always look and say, I, I can't be like that. I need to change. Yeah. You know, 
and not follow what everybody else is doing. Yeah, yeah, I totally get it. Totally get it. And, and, and that's, it's like, you need to be taught that in, in school, you know, how to protect your personal power. Yeah. You learn that power, in school. It's a yeah. shame they don't teach that in school. I know. I know there you're, we're too busy teaching calculus that, that most of us will never use. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> or the, the, the math and I look at my, the teenagers, my grandkids and I say, what kind of math is this? I don't yeah. know, you know, oh, it, yeah. it's yeah. the new math, the new math. Yeah. yeah. But it's so important for, for, I feel for the school to teach these kids, you know, life lessons, life, the life journey. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Teach the kids how to count money. Most of them can't count money. No. And they can't even do handwriting anymore. They do printing. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, most no, of them no are cursive. on their phone. <laughs> yeah. So it's yeah, texting and then they turn in a paper in texting. Like there's no capitalization. There's no grammar. The sentences are run on just, yeah. I know. <laughs> My granddaughter every now and then writes a T Y L. And I said, what? what is mm, talk to you later. Yeah. Talk to you later. Yeah. So yeah, it, it's amazing all these little things that they're they're learning, and it, it does stop them. I feel from from being who they are. Mm, yeah, yeah, I get that. How do you feel someone can find their authentic self or find who they really are? Yeah. So I think it's a matter of peeling back those layers, and for me one of the things that I have my clients do is I have them look at a baby picture because that's when we were our most authentic self. When we first came out in those years of like, you know, zero to like five or six. And I've never seen a baby unless, you know, somebody like went boo and scared the kid and the kid was just shocked. But even then there's still a sparkle. But if you ever notice that when you look at a baby picture, the babies are like, you know, the sparkle. And I know that when I look at those pictures and then I go, oh man, I was just, look at me. I was standing on the porch. I have this one picture I go back to. I was standing on the porch at my mom's house and I was just, you know, in a little dress and I'm just smiling and uh -huh. grinning. And because all of our memories, everything that's ever happened to us is stored in our, you know, subconscious in that metaphorical, you know, file cabinet. And so I look at that picture and immediately there are flashes. Sometimes it's video images. Sometimes it's just still frames, right? Um, of pictures of going, oh man, I used to be, I used to be so happy, so joyous. I used to be so full of life and excited. And so I think it's a matter of, we're not going to remember and go back. Oh, I want to remember go back when I was 20, because you've already been conditioned. I think you find your most authentic self when you go back and remember who you were as a child. And then maybe even ask if your parents are still around, if you have siblings, Hey, Barbara, what was I like? Do you remember when I was like six or, you know, six or seven or just under the age of 10, what was I like? Oh, and then Barbara would tell me. And, I, and then that's probably things that I've forgotten that, oh yeah, I was an adventurer. I would take these walks through the park by myself. And then my mom started talking about how unsafe it was out there. And so then I became afraid and never took any walks by myself again. But right, but we were adventurous as we a were. kid. Mm -hmm. Right. And so I think, you know, I think that is one of the most powerful things that you can do to go back and figure out who were you as a child? Who were you created to be before the world told you who you should be? Who you should be. Yeah. Now, what if some of the kids had bad experiences, you know, growing up? Right. And so, yeah. you know, I don't do any trauma work, but I always believe that there is a moment. I mean, I would love to think, you know, I'm a glass half full person. I would love to think that that kids didn't come out of the womb and were beaten, you know, yeah. you know. Mm -hmm. The people that, you know, you might be in a household where there's, you know, a lot of screaming and arguing, but there's still an authentic element of who you are. And if you peel back and go, even if you were seven, right? Like I remember I have this picture that my mom was in a hairdresser 
And I had on this little short halter top and my mom was, cause I could see her under the hairdryer. Cause you know, it was back in the day, you still had the hairdryers uh-huh. and I could see her. And I was looking at that picture. And this was a picture that I used in a rim session. And I was looking at that picture and immediately I heard the women making fun of, oh, that looks so funny on you. How dare you? You're not a little girl. You're not girly enough to wear something like that. And it just went on and on and on. I remember feeling so bad about myself because during that session, but I also looked at the picture of where I was smiling. Mm -hmm. And then I looked at her and, and loved her. Right. As she stood there in that picture, like at age seven or so, and I peeled back away those voices and I went just to that essence and remembered, even if people are screaming around me, even if somebody's, you know, kicking down the door, there's still an essence within each of us that we can always get back to if we disconnect and allow ourselves to do that. That's, that's so truthful. Believe me. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, yeah, I look for myself, I grew up in the projects in Coney Island mm-hmm. and, um, and my grandma was a healer, as I mentioned to you yeah. before. And uh, she would always do healing on my sister and I and myself as a child always had a lot of imaginary friends, which they weren't, they were spirit guides. And um, I could always feel things, see things and just know, and people would always make fun you know, and, and they would say, Oh, don't, don't hang out with Barbara. She's, she's weird. You know, she's weird. And yeah, I could have allowed that, you know, those words to bring me down, but I knew, no, I'm not weird. You just, you just don't see or hear or feel what I feel. Yeah. And And that's okay. And it's okay. Yeah. Right. But, but I had a grandma that, you know, would show me the way. So yeah. she never put me down, you know, she absolutely would say, you are. And so it's important to have that, that special person in your life. It is. It is mm-hmm. important to have that special person. But even when you don't have that, sp- that special person, you can become that special person yes. who gives yourself your seven-year-old self, that unconditional love that maybe you didn't get. You can give it to yourself right now because that's what happens. We're, we repeat those patterns. We, you know, we store that, we store those feelings in our bodies. And so when that similar thing happens, it's like, oh, there goes a red shirt. My dad had on a red shirt when he screamed at me, you know? And so we repeat those things because we're triggered. But if we just get back to our essence, giving ourselves unconditional love, then that becomes the standard to which we, we do everything from, you know, I really believe that. Well, everything is about unconditionally lo- loving ourselves. Yeah, it is. No matter what the, yes. the challenge is. Right. Because then you can overcome, I would feel, just about anything. Just about anything. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I agree. Because if we don't love us, ourselves, who's going to love us? Well, yeah. And so many people depend on finding love from elsewhere, but you have to love yourself first in order to be loved and give love to someone else because then you're just codependent exactly yeah yeah my grandma would always tell me babacita look in the mirror because she'd call me babacita <laughs> look in the mirror <laughs> yeah look in the mirror and tell yourself i love you Barbara. yeah and i would think it was funny uh-huh you know, and I would look in the mirror and say, okay, I love myself, Barbara, right. you know? Yeah. But then I realized what she really meant by that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because if we don't love ourselves, how can we grow and learn and, and, and again, be, you know, uh, find that purpose and authentic self? Absolutely. Yeah. You got to have that. Yeah. So you found it. You found yeah. it yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, I did. I'm still, it's always a work in progress, you know, and I found it. I'm still finding more places. I'm still finding more about how, because, you know, one of my, the pillars in the work that I do is peeling back the, is peeling the onion and the onion are those layers, you know, cause how many layers can you peel in an onion? Oh, that was what my mom thought. Oh, this was the belief that I carry, blah, blah, blah. Still, I'm still continuing to peel those, those layers of that onion in order to get down to that little 
bitty sweet part of the onion, right? Uh-huh. The one part that's still left that looks like, you know, a little oval ball kind of, you know what I'm talking about? That uh-huh, little part, uh-huh. that little part. That's a, right. That's a part. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, I'm I think still we're trying always, to get there. We're always shedding yes. without a doubt. Yes. Yes. And, and allowing and, ourselves to shed. Right. And allow mm-hmm. you're right. But we don't want to replace that shedding with something else. Right. Mm-hmm. We want to shed it and leave it. We don't want to pa- shed it, pack it in a suitcase and take it to Washington next year. <laughs> you know? uh-huh. No, we don't want to do that. <laughs> we don't want to do that. We don't want to do yeah, that. I always yeah. say just just allow yourself to let it go. Yeah. You know, yeah. Let release it, go. it. Absolutely. Release it. Or, or send it to God or to Mother Earth with love and light and healing because there it needs go. to leave with love and light and healing. Yes. Yes. So nice, Barbara. So yeah. nice. It's so important, I feel. It you is. know, I mean, even at this stage of my life, I'm still shedding. You know, yeah. I'm still learning and growing and letting go of things that no longer serve me purpose. Absolutely. And you'll do that until your last breath. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's that's then, that's that, that's the that's the goal, right? That's the goal. That's the goal. The goal is to get back to at our authentic self, who yeah. who we're meant to be on this earth. Absolutely. Yes. I love that. It's a beautiful thing, isn't it? It is. When we can reach into ourselves and say, this is who I am. Yeah. And be proud of that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, some people reach and go, well, this is who I am, but I'm afraid to show that person. Yeah. But be proud of it and stand firm. And this is who I am. And I love who I am. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. own it yes mm-hmm. yes without a doubt yes yes it's um but you know uh, i i feel a lot more people are, are um get seeking out life coaches and yes. and, and truly looking to reinvent themselves because mm-hmm. they're tired of living the life that that, that they have been living right it's time to move forward absolutely yeah it, i've definitely gotten you know like you know it's been you know, two decades ago, I had never heard of a life coach, but now life coaches are everywhere, you know, mm-hmm. but, you know, so yeah, absolutely. It's, it's becoming a prevalent thing. And I think it's something that's so needed. I really do. I'm not saying that just because I am a life coach, mm-hmm. but I just know the profound difference it's made in my life. And now, of course, it's one of those areas where I go, I wish I had a life coach when I was like 18, when I was 20, you know, yes. just things would have just been different. Wouldn't have been as hard. I, I yeah just just yeah. you know different more intentional I just uh yeah I ugh, the person that I and I know everything happens for a reason and I'm grateful for every experience I've ever had but I just can't help but think if I'd have like if I had a life coach in my early 20s I just would have made different decisions you know but I know the decisions that I made you know made me the person that I am today that you am today right. yeah I always say sometimes we just have to go through the hard times Mm -hmm. in order to see that we can, we can change them and not stay in them. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah, I guess, see, we, we both, we're both moving forward, aren't we? (laughs) Yes, we are, Barbara. Yes, we are. (laughs) Absolutely. We're going, we're going in in the same, in in a similar direction. Mm -hmm. Yes. So it's always so nice to connect with someone who is within you know your ecosystem who is traveling that path who wants and looks and thrives on growth and personal development and that is someone that i could sit next to on an airplane and have that conversation with exactly me too and and i'm hoping when i go to florida this year i get somebody like that yes (laughs) yes (laughs) <laughs> that would be really nice then. Yeah. Then I wouldn't mind five hours of chatting. Believe me. Right. Right. You know, Cause yeah. that time will fly by. Yeah. 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 So w- where can my listeners uh, reach out and get a hold of you? You know, so it's just my name because it's so unique. It's Travia T R A V as in Victor I A Stewart S T E W A R D as in David com. So that's my website, Travia Stewart on Facebook, Travia Stewart on IG, Travia Stewart on LinkedIn. And so, yeah, and, and they can just Google my name and all the things are there. <laughs> so, yeah, 
That's how, you know, oh. if they yeah want to have a conversation or just want to learn more, that's how we do it. So TraviaStewart.com. Yes. Yep. Thank so you. That's easy I, enough, right? <laughs> that's very easy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, extremely easy. Yeah. And yeah. I'll make sure it's in all the notes and everything. So you're also on Facebook. I should uh, friend you on Facebook. You should, but I'm not on Facebook a whole lot. I'm more on IG now because, you know, whenever there's a great resignation from Facebook and Facebook turned into this place, I don't really want to be, but you can friend me because I do go on for groups. <laughs> That's actually, I, I have, I have a miracles and healing group and an affirmations group. So okay. yeah, yeah friend me and, and invite me to your group. There we go. It's a there plan. we go. Look at that. <laughs> okay. Perfect. So one more time, where can my listeners get you? TraviaStewart.com, IG, Facebook, LinkedIn, all the things. All the good stuff. All the good stuff. Yes. Well, thank, thank you. you so much. I'm so happy I found you. Me too. Thank you so much, Barbara. This has been an absolute pleasure to have this, this, this very, you know, exciting, so heartfelt conversation with you today. Yeah, like-minded individuals, which is a beautiful thing, believe Yes, me. it is. Yes, it is. Thank you, Barbara. Well, again, thank you. And <clears throat> I'd like to leave my listeners uh, with these words. Uh, each day brings new opportunities, allowing you to consistently live a life filled with love and be there for others. You know, bring a little light into someone's day and be grateful and live each day to your fullest. So today, I hope you heard what you needed to hear. And visit me at MotivateYourLife.net. And please subscribe to this YouTube channel, the Spiritual Warrior Coach Podcast. I'm on YouTube, on Spotify, Apple, Amazon. We're even international. Uh, and for those of you who may be interested in learning some energy healing, uh, check out my book on Amazon, Gentle Energy Touch, The Beginner's Guide to Hands-On Healing. And I, again, would love to hear from you. Uh, again, visit me at MotivateYourLife.net. And everyone have a beautiful week filled with love and with light. Love, Barbara. <laughs>